Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 56th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is sponsored by Meeples and Milkshakes. Find them at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. <laughs> Good job. You did that entirely from memory. I totally hope I got the address right. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, 130 Avenue West. Westminster Avenue West. Yeah, yeah. I totally realized I didn't have my paper to read off of. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah, that's good winging. Job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, oh, she doesn't have her paper. And then you're probably oh. just waiting. Let's yeah. see how many takes yeah. this takes. Yeah, no, first go. Really good. Uh, <clears throat> so it is family day weekend. Yay, family day. Mm-hmm. And we have been on the road for three straight weeks with Holy the kids and hockey. It's dynamo. been absolutely insane. So uh, we've really been, you know, having a tough time trying to record here. Um, but family day weekend is the perfect time to do it. And it although we've had hockey all weekend, all weekend so, far, still. so far until this point, but we're done with hockey now. So we can, by now he means today. Yeah. Like a, as of a couple hours <laughs> Not ago. Not for the season, just no, for today. No, no. But for the next two days, we, uh, we're done for hockey. Yes. So we're going to record this episode. We have a whopper of an episode here today with a big review coming at the end. We have a big uh, crowdfunding game to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start this one off with some new to the collection because we have a lot. Like we have a lot of new games over the yeah. last like month. Yep. So we figured we'd do two each to uh, try and talk about a little bit of this stuff um, and not let it sit there for too long. Yeah, so, definitely. Do you want to start us off with the first of your new games? Sure. Okay. All right. Um, the My first new to the collection is one that we kickstarted that yep. came in the mail just like two yeah, days ago. Yeah, that arrived uh, last week, right? Yeah, last yep. week, two days ago, something yeah, like that. Long, I don't remember. Yep. Time is a bit of a blur. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's called Desperation. It's a mm-hmm. bit of a dark theme, darkly themed game. Was it Dead House and the Isabel? The Isabel, yeah. So it's two card games in one, in one box, but it's called Desperation. On the front, it says, two replayable gothic role-playing experiences about dying badly in the 19th century. <laughs> uh, okay. This is by... I, remember, I remember backing this, but I have no idea what, what yeah. this is. Yeah. Um, it's by Jason Morningstar, and it's um, published by Bully Pulpit Games. And... Okay. Yeah, so the um, Dead House, there is this blizzard coming, um, a blizzard so bad, apparently, that, like, you're going to die. And oh. so <laughs> you're in you're in Dead House, in this house, and everybody's either, like, dying or me. I'm assuming there might be a little bit of cannibalism happening. I don't know. But I think it's it's something like that. And really? so you're Well, it, it says there's a blizzard coming. <laughs> this and, is a card game. Yes, an unholy okay. storm that will bury the town of Neola as sure as the frozen ground will refuse to receive their dead. Until spring, they will lie in the dead house and they will be stacked like cordwood oh. because the citizens of Neola oh. are going to suffer and be tested and be found wanting. So this is where they just store all the people that froze. Oh, maybe, yeah. That's what it's got to sound like. It they, says they the dead house up. is going to be full. Yeah. So Gross. I don't know. So that's Dead House, and then there's the Isabel, okay. and the Isabel is like a, you're on a ship that's sinking. And the Isabel is the name of the ship. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so it's sinking, and um, the survivors are only beginning an odyssey of horror on the high seas through the punishing surf, and finally on a forbidding shore, the living may well envy the dead. <laughs> so just a couple morbid games. Yeah. Not typically ones that I gravitate to, but no. I just thought I remember I was at work when you're like, Did you did you back that game? I was like, I don't even remember which one this is. And <laughs> it's like it's called Desperation. I think it was Game Found, I want to believe. It might have been, it yeah. On. I don't I don't remember and but I, I remember going on there, I think there was a day left or something and I yeah, I clicked yeah. On it and yeah. And it was <laughs> just it the art was interesting and I was like, Oh well let's let's see how it plays out. I mean, yeah. why not? We, maybe we should play that tonight. Yeah, maybe. Right. What it's does it play to? What does it play? One to five players, and it actually says ages fourteen plus. So it's oh, yeah, okay. It's Fairly, like a uh, mature, mature, yeah. yeah. And I'm, okay. I mean, from the description, that sounds yeah, Kurt, like it. Kurt should be here tonight, so that might yeah. be a good time to try that out. So yeah, I one think one to five. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. interesting. Yeah. Okay, that one's desperation. A couple of different card games. Um, I have a new one here that we Gigantic got off box. of. Uh, a sale from meeples yeah um and it's a game i had my eye on and i just hadn't pulled the trigger and then the then the sale came by and i was like oh yeah i gotta i gotta grab this one this one is from uh reiner knizia 
and it is a cooperative deck building game and this one is the the siege of rundar and this one uh comes from ludo nova games that's so funny you said rundar which is it is a hundred percent the siege of rundar when i read it i pronounced the e so i went like i was like oh "Oh, the siege of runadar but no it's probably about runes you're probably exactly right on that And it just looks cool. It's um, So here's a little synopsis off the back here. It says, uh, since the immemorial, the mines of Rundar have supplied generations of dwarves with gold. A happy coincidence has led your small group of dwarves that were left guarding the fortress to find a new vein of gold. Now, just as you were about to take the gold to the nearest stronghold, you find that the fortress is surrounded by orcs, willing to do anything to get their hands on it. You must contain them long enough to dig a tunnel under the mountain, to escape the siege and save the gold. So this one is a like tower defense um, style game. And it is, um, it, it's, um, what do I want to call it? It's, it's cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about dwarves. So that's it's about it's dwarves. Fun. It's very like, you know, Lord of the Ringsy, I suppose. But in, in a fairly cartoony uh, look to it. The art is from uh, Andrew Bosley. And yeah, it looks really cool. Um, the artwork on the front of the box has a dwarf with two axes and he's, he's jumping into jumping a, through the <laughs> air. A, yeah. Jumping through the air to take on some orcs. It looks really cool. And yeah, I just like the idea of it. It's a cooperative thing with um, uh, you having to hold off the orcs as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and But having to build your escape uh, hatch kind of thing. Yeah. B- dig your tunnel as you're trying to hold off the invading orcs. Sounds awesome. And it... I don't really know how it plays, but I know a lot of people like it. It has that um, dice tower seal of excellence yeah. on it. That so, sounds like a fun one to play tonight too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was thinking about. Honestly, I was thinking about this one, and it uh, the box is the fortress. I love really when cool, the boxes right? so, get used. It just it yeah. makes it cleaner when you're trying to put the game up. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, the bottom box is like your castle with all your fortifications on it. And uh, I haven't opened up the box, yeah. but I'm just looking at the back. It looks really, really cool. Um, and there's a bunch of cool standees of orcs and el- or, uh, dwarves and yeah it looks fun I yeah know, looks fun i love tower defense yeah i love that whole thing about trying to you know hold down your whatever you're trying to protect i just love that whole idea yeah definitely and this one i like the idea of having to dig a tunnel at the same time you're not yeah, just that's holding cool. them off you've got like two things you then, have to do well then you still have the theme of dwarves right like they yeah. tunnel that's what they do they dig and they mine and yeah, it's, so it's perfect, all underground. Perfect so. theme, perfect thing yeah. going on here. It sounds really fun. And we got, uh, yeah, uh, got a good deal on it there. So uh, had yeah. to bring that one on. So yeah, that one, uh, the Siege of Rundar, Rundar, uh, <laughs> looks fun. I, I'm excited to play it. Maybe that is a good one for tonight as well. Yeah. Um, what else do you have? All right. So my second new to the collection um, is one that I probably didn't need to get a deluxified version to oh, this one but it's yeah. a shiny box and it looks pretty and it came with a play mat and i'm a bit of a sucker yeah so that's okay but the game itself looks really fun and it comes i think with like five different expansions so right. then i i feel better in about a very it. small box it's a very small box when you told um, me there's a game plus five expansions in there i was like mm, okay when i told you the price you're like what like, <laughs> what yeah but that's it okay was not cheap. we're gonna we're gonna move past that yep. um so this one uh it's doomlings it's a another card game and yeah it is yeah and again it's not a dark theme but it's like the end of the world but it's cute little characters and it pretty much you're just trying to uh you're playing one of these cutesy little characters but you're on a doomed and distant planet so life has emerged you're one of the new creatures and you're competing for dominance until the world's inevitable destruction. Right. So you know that the world is going to end, but you're just you're just trying to be the best, like just dominate the the planet before it dies. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. I just think, and then you can just watch the end of the world how you want, I guess. But it looks it looks like a really cute game and does, fun but... card play. Like the the actual game sounds really interesting mm-hmm. so i remember you explaining it earlier on and i was like oh yeah this does look cool yeah and i really do like that box like it looks me really too nice. and it does it did come with that colorful play mat over there yeah so 
Yeah, I, I'm curious about that one. Really curious. It's not at all. <laughs> Maybe we can play this tonight too. Maybe we just don't sleep tonight and yeah, we just we'll see. play games upon games upon games. Because we are p- hoping to put out another episode by the end of the day tomorrow. Yeah. So we might have this episode out and another one. We might have, what, is this 56? 56 yeah. and 57 hopefully out for, on family day weekend. So yeah, we we'll might be, be talking about that. We'll Who be knows? playing a lot in the next mm-hmm. couple of days. Well, that's uh, yeah another interesting card game that I don't really know much about. <laughs> no. But I guess we'll see. And yeah, okay. So I have one more to talk about here that we just picked up yesterday uh, when we were down in Penticton for hockey, as it was. As, yeah, of course. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and hockey, we, hockey. We stopped in at Meeple's and we only had the one game to pick up, I think, yeah. right? which is kind of unusual. Um, but sitting it's there, it's kind of nice for, not having to walk out of there with bags, right? No doubt. <laughs> you just have one uh, box. Although that's a major first world problem for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, this one was waiting there and I was so excited about it. I'd kind of forgot about it, not forgotten about it, but like it had slipped my mind as like something, how jazzed I was about it yes. when I first ordered it versus kind of forgetting that it was coming until getting that notification. And this one is the War of the Ring, the card game. Oh, yes. And yeah, this comes from Ares Games, designed by Ian Brody, um, and art from... John Howe and Fabio Marion, Mariana nailed it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, not much to be explained here. This is yeah. there's the huge, great, ridiculous game of War of the Ring, which yeah. is just plays out the whole uh, oh, battle for the ring, yeah. Middle Earth, the Lord of the Rings trilogy thing going on. Uh, and that's a big, gaudy game. Takes up a huge table space. Yeah. Play it takes you know can take hours to to play. Uh, whereas this is a card game version of that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, if this scratches that same itch, it's like, this might be, you know, the way to go. Um, Probably get it to the table a lot easier. For a lot sure. More. Um, and we both love Lord of yep. the Rings. Um, so this is a, this is an easy game uh, for us to buy. Uh, very excited about it. It looks gorgeous. Um, don't know how it plays, really. But I know that one of us is you know, good. One of us is bad. You know, one of us is on the, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, one of us like, lives as in As far Mordor. as the actual gameplay goes, I don't know if this is based off something. I don't, I don't even know. I didn't even look into it. As soon as I saw it was a yeah. thing, I was just like, yeah, but, uh, ordered. Because yeah. it was, we've tried several times to play full-blown games of War of the Ring, which we have sitting on the uh, shelf right there, but it's just, it's impossible to, to play for us currently yes. it just doesn't work because by the time we get it set up and that we remember the rules and try to figure things outward you know that's yeah that's way too long so and then it takes up a huge amount of space and you have to put everything away and it's yeah so this one i am very excited about um and i think we should play this uh shortly as well people on twitter were asking me about it being like oh hope you uh, talk about the soon. Nice. I want to know what you hear. Oh, yeah. what you uh, think about it. So, we should uh, we should talk about this one. I then. just about asked what the player count was, and then I stopped myself. <laughs> it's uh, I believe you can actually do two to four. Well, if you play on te- a yes. team, probably. But, but it is a, a, two, player a two player game. game. Yeah. Um, yes. I stopped myself. <laughs> it's a two player <laughs> game, but technically you can you can pair up if you'd like to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is uh yeah, this is straight up. The War of the Ring card game. I'm really excited. Excited about to play that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's uh, four of the many games that we have acquired over the last month or so, and we'll talk about a few more on the next episode. But that's yeah. enough about new to the collection for today. Yep. Because we have a very cool crowdfunding uh, game to talk about. So we're gonna head on over to that segment right now. <laughs> then here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode and we have a pretty cool one to talk about this week uh what game are we going to look at Marie? we are going to look at stone saga designed by max brook and luke eddy and published by oom we think yeah. it could i don't think it's ohm i think it's oom double o double m yeah <laughs> it doesn't show the artists here on uh so i'm not too sure but we'll 
Yeah. It looks, the art looks nice. Whoever did it. It does for sure. So I'll just uh, put that out there. Oom Games is a local company uh, right from yeah. our town, right here in Kelowna. We're in West Kelowna, which is just... You know, over the bridge. Over the bridge from <laughs> Kelowna. Um, but yeah, we are in the same town as Oom Games. And they are the same company that made um, Stars of Akarios and Mythwind. Yeah. And so this one, Stone Saga, is the third of their games. And they they're all them. huge games, right? Huge. Like big games. Yeah, like... big, gaudy, crazy production um, yeah. games. And yeah, Akarios was like a big star opera. Space, yeah. And the Mythwind was kind of a fantasy sort of thing. And the Stone Saga is... a uh, Prehistoric. Prehistoric fantasy, somewhat. Um, But yeah, it looks really cool. The artwork. Immediately, the artwork, I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, I was surprised they didn't have the artists on here. Like, they probably have it on the page. I just couldn't find it. But they've got, uh, on BGG, it's not there yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But the artist, like, the art is very nice. Yeah, and it says here, uh, yeah, it's a co-op game, one to four players, uh, 30 plus hours of a replayable campaign. Each game takes about 60 to 120 minutes, so they're fairly long yeah. sessions of this game. It says Stone Saga is a cooperative campaign-style survival crafting board game set in a unique, persistent world shaped by your choices. Designed by Max Brook of Star Wars X-Wing, Legend of the Five Rings RPG, and Luke Eddy of Star Wars Legion. That's, those are pretty big designs. Yeah, like, no doubt. That's, those are two pretty big games, well, multiple games, but uh, yeah. they're pretty huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's a little bit more here. So Stone Saga, a cooperative survival crafting game, as I said before, in which you take on the mantles of heroism in moments of crisis for your prehistoric society. From factional infighting, uh, infighting to resource scarcity to natural disasters, there are many different challenges your society might face. Above such mortal concerns, the mighty behemoths tower, and you must decide how to deal with these massive immortal creatures. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it, it's a cooperative game, but yet there's infighting. So, yeah, it's interesting. Curious. I'm curious to see how that works because that's mm-hmm. a, I mean, it makes sense. You're going to have people, especially, uh, it happens all the time, but prehistoric times, right? There's going to be the head of the tribe and, and things yeah. like that. But maybe that's, uh, yeah, honestly, I don't know. There's a little bit more here. Um, so, to overcome these challenges, you must explore new regions of the valley, harvest key resources for survival, devise means of crafting tools and equipment, and think creatively to find solutions to your problems. Each activity has its own evocative yep. rules, and that make it small adventure. Wait. Yeah, Each you... activity has its <laughs> own evocative rules that make it a small adventure unto itself. Um, over numerous games, the procedurally organized valley will unfold new regions and you will create the unique saga of your people by recording simple glyphs onto your character cards and the primal cave wall you will create a record of the things that come before which i thought was pretty cool so that's how yeah um they're like little stickers that you put on that uh that just say kind of what you've done and that kind of it kind of shapes the game going forward for the next games that you play and yeah i thought that was pretty cool there's people on here saying this is, quote unquote, the best crafting system I've seen in a board game. Yeah. So it's like, ooh. It's um, interesting. It sounds cool. I love prehistoric. Um, and I, I, I don't, th- you know, there's been a lot of prehistoric themed games lately, but not of this style, not of, you know, cooperative uh, and like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what am I looking for? Like uh, story driven. Story driven, yeah. You know, th- more like just straight up you know you've like, got like endless winter yeah where it's just, and, just you know just a regular game yeah um resource management style yeah action taking game where this one's going to have a, like a story to it and um yeah narrative which is really cool I, i'm yeah i'm very curious about this one more so than the other ones a curious i was really interested in it was just too expensive <laughs> for yeah for us but um this one yeah i like i like what they're trying to do here so there's a few pledges you can do um what do we have here? Up at the top, uh, we can pledge for just zero dollar, or um, no reward. You can do like a ten dollar, yeah, whatever, just to support thing. them, support yeah. them. But then there's the core box uh, pledge, a uh, hundred and thirty-two dollars Canadian, roughly, and this gets you the Stone Saga core box, which is a campaign-style survival crafting board game set 
make persistent world shaped by your choices with 30 plus hour replayable campaign shipping costs calculated later so that's all this is is the game and then any stretch goals i didn't see stretch goals were there I didn't see um that. not yet that i've seen but uh i'm not seeing what are these components no there's just core box uh okay i don't know if there's stretch goals <laughs> this page is not great um either way if there are stretch goals you can get stretch goals for that and that's 132 canadian 90 98 dollars american so yeah not uh not cheap for sure plus shipping so who knows what that will be i wonder if they've changed from stretch goals to unlocked content oh yeah right here because they've got content like so challenge cards gold cards wetlands foraging sixth animal companion or that one looks like it might be coming yeah so. it looks like there's a little bit of stuff some most mostly cards um, yeah that you can get so i guess you get a few extra oh things. stretch goals there we go um expanded foraging which is exactly what we thought the challenge cards they've expanded fishing um new region tiles where do you see the stretch goals it's it's kickstarter you have to scroll and scroll, and scroll and scroll and scroll i don't see it anywhere. um sixth animal companions wetland foraging more challenge oh, cards way down here um behemoth of the frosts board and miniature like they've got they do definitely have okay. yep. and a no, lot right. unlocked so they do have quite a few here i'm yeah. seeing ooh, a dozen nope more uh, about Let's uh, a dozen see. 15 different stretch goals they've, they've unlocked. got one two three four left to unlock they've got legendary resources and items yep. a new game mode open-ended survival discovery cards and expanded delving so they've got a few yeah. that um that still need to be unlocked look it looks like one hundred fifty thousand more oh, we'll get all three of pages. them listen yeah. to me don't put something down the left side of the page so i can just click on stretch goals and it zips me right to stretch goals you know yeah <laughs> it's like it's not hard um but yeah it does they have their fair share here definitely some cards extra components some new uh animals companions these new a new behemoth uh, yeah to deal with so various things so yeah it looks like you're gonna get quite a bit actually yeah at the end of the day for that 132 dollar price tag looks like not too bad yeah um and then we can go down to the big one here there's a core box and expansions uh level which is 265 dollars canadian 197 dollars american which has this core box uh, the meals and myths expansion nature of the beast expansion and all stretch goals so it just comes with a couple of extra expansions mm -hmm. and what's the difference in price there it goes from 132 to 265 it's like 130 bucks it's doubling 133 yeah it's doubling the price of the the game yeah for two expansions yeah the, the expansions are 10 hours each so that's okay. another that's another 20 hours of gameplay in there okay. uh, okay. i'm just saying that's what what it says plus some of that other stuff that's what you're you're getting and then there's one more pledge level oh, which is the, the all, all in, in. Uh, yeah. which is four hundred dollars canadian it, 299 american which gets you the core box Meals and Myths, Nature of the Beast Expansion, Deluxe Acrylic Mining Stones, Deluxe Token Upgrades, Deluxe Dice, Neoprene Mat, Faux Leather Bound Journal, Combined Art and Cookbook, Recharge Pack, and All Applicable Stretch Goals for Super, $400. I haven't seen it in here yet, but I'm curious with that art and cookbook, like, is it, did they actually make a cookbook? that they're putting their art into because that'd be pretty sick if you know Maybe. seeing in what kind of recipes like if the recipes are um it, i don't know i'm i'd be super curious yeah I'm, I'm very curious myself um so that's you know like that core box uh pledge level is actually looking pretty good for 130 uh for the core box and all the stretch goals like that's not too bad um then beyond that it kind of gets a little you know oh, here we go cookbook and meal cards meat and mushroom skewers grilled fish and roots <laughs> <laughs> okay kind of neat yeah um but yeah that's uh that's that's this new one from um games called stone saga uh currently on kickstarter i believe it has about nine nine days, days left. left yeah so we're going to take a look at this one. We're going to check with our friends at Meeple's if they're bringing in yeah. any copies. Because if they are, I think we might put our name on one of those. If they're not, I think we might take a look at this core box pledge. Yeah, I think it looks pretty but, cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, looks pretty good. So caught our eye. 
what was this called again? Stone Saga. Stone Saga from Oom Games on Kickstarter as of this recording for about nine more days. Go and take a look. And I think that's it for this segment. And we have a review to do. So we are going to run on over there right after this. Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay and play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are at the final segment of our episode where we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. review. And what are we reviewing today, Anna-Marie? Today we are reviewing Marvel Zombies, a zombie side game designed by Michael Chanel and Fabio Curry, art by Marco Cicchetto and Henning Ludwigsen, and published by Simon or Come On and Guillotine Games and Spin Master. Yes, uh, Marvel Zombies. This was a huge uh, Kickstarter. Huge, huge, huge. huge that's that's almost an understatement. Yeah, including probably the most expensive yeah. game we've ever backed. Right, because we got everything, including the gigantic Galactus thing that's coming. I just want you all to hear that on record that Marvel Zombies is the most expensive game we've ever backed. Not a game that we're actually going to like and play. We're going to like and play mine too. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. We'll see. We all heard we'll it here see. from his own mouth mm-hmm. that this is the most expensive one. <laughs> Yeah. Earthborn Rangers was not that expensive. Earthborn Rangers is a close second, if anyone's heard of that. Yes, Um, they have. Shush now. It's going to be great. But yeah, uh, Marvel Zombies. We've been playing quite a bit of this over the last uh, few weeks, honestly, because of uh, us coming and going so much. Yeah. Um, That it's kind of just been on the table and we've been just uh, going through a scenario here and there uh, as, you know, as much as we... We could. I'll, I'll, yeah, I was going to say, I'll comment more on that later. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, Marvel Zombies, yeah, this is this is a Zombicide game, so everyone's heard of Zombicide, I'm sure of it in one fashion or another. Um, this is my first delve into Zombicide. Yeah. I know we, we have one of we them. We have one. We have Green Horde. But I've never played it, and I've never, and just because it was a big game that we never got, I never got to the Yeah, I, and You've even, played it, I though, played right? it, I think, twice yeah. or so. Um, because I got a screaming deal on it back in the day, yeah. I bought it and it was on the shelf forever. And then we, I randomly played it, I think twice. Um, and that was, that's my only Zombicide experience and you've had zero. Yeah. So this is really like our first big kick at the can when anything comes to Zombicide. Uh, and this one was, yeah, an enormous Kickstarter. We talked about this game uh, twice, two different episodes Probably. on the uh, Dice and Dragons. Yes. Uh, Kickstarter Excessor Value yep. show where we did like an actual uh, rundown of the, of the actual Kickstarter. And then I think we did a post-mortem on it, I believe. I can't remember. But maybe, maybe not. Either way, go check that out. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting video. Um, either way. Or two. Or two. I can't remember <laughs> now. We did a, we've almost got done like 50 episodes of that. I think I think we did do a second one on yeah. that one. But um, anyway. But yeah, we have this here. And it is a full-blown Zombicide game all set in the Marvel Universe where a uh, zombie plague has taken over as, you know, zombie plagues do. And mm-hmm. some of the heroes are, have been, uh, have contracted the virus and some haven't. And you are in, well, in this core box. So we're talking about just the core box right now. Yes. We have a whole bunch of other stuff on the way that, um, that switch things up and you can play as the, the uh, yeah. humans and, and whatever. But we're playing as zombies in this game. And yes. um, where was I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> this is the core box. Um, and they, oh, I think you were just saying this is the one we're talking about. We're not oh, talking right. about yeah. any of the expansions. So there is a lot more. There's a lot um, more coming. There's a lot, lot more where there's a whole bunch of different game modes you can do. 
But this one is specifically running through, I think there's a dozen scenarios or so that you can go through. And it kind of, it's kind of like a story, sort of, where you're yeah. moving your way through. And uh, you pick uh, your heroes. So, oh, that's what I want to say. The heroes th- that you can play as, as zombies in this, yeah. are Deadpool, yep. uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Hulk, and Wasp. Yes. Six of them. There are six human or like um, non-zombie heroes that you end up fighting against in this, uh, which are Thor, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Miss Marvel, and the Scarlet Witch. Yes. And then there's a whole whack of like... Troopers these and troopers, specialists, specialists and guards. Guards and pedestrians, which are bystanders. also... What are they called? Bystanders. Bystanders. Either way. They're people. pedestrians, you know. They're, um, but they're there's just characters known like people. May, uh, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. These people kind of show up yeah. uh, in this game as well. And it's funny you picked the two Spider-Man people just Did off I? the top of your head. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aunt well. May and Jameson. That's funny. So uh, how does this game work? You, you pick the characters you want to do. So you can play with one character each. You can play with two characters each. You can play with three characters each. You can do this kind of how you want, but depending on how many players you pick kind of di- uh, dictates how your scenario is going to be yeah, set up have, to begin with. They'll have different setup rules if you're playing yeah. with five or six versus if you're playing with four versus two. Right. Yeah. So you could have six people playing this, one with, with each one hero each or whatever, yeah. but we've been playing just the two of us with two heroes yes. each, uh, or two zombies each, I should say. I've been playing with Deadpool and Iron Man, and you've been playing with the Wasp and Hulk. and Hulk. And we've been running through the scenarios with just these four characters. We haven't tried out Captain Marvel or Captain America yet. No. Um, and we might need to try soon. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll get to that. But um, the way this works is, yeah, you have a scenario book. And it kind of tells you how to piece the game together. There's these giant tiles that represent all like city blocks or corners of city blocks with some buildings and some roadways and crosswalks and whatnot. And you put these things together, however it dictates you. Um, Each one is double-sided. They can be rotated in a whole million different ways. So you you put together the map that you're going to be playing on. And then it kind of shows you where your characters are going to start. And there's like an exit that you have to make it to. And then there's various... uh, uh, spawning points on yep. the board as well as objectives you need to take depending on the scenario these are completely different every time yeah it's interesting and in the the losing conditions and the winning conditions are yeah. different every time and entirely that, yeah <laughs> like sometimes all the bystanders uh, you cannot let any of them off the board yeah you sometimes... can't let them escape you have to eat them all or but then in the next scenario the bystanders might be a non-issue yeah. just let them do whatever you want uh, and so there's usually a thematic reason behind what your objectives are. Um, so loosely anyway. And, and I will say that the kind of the premise of this one is that the heroes that you're playing, they've been infected with the, whatever this virus, but mm. they're not all the way zombie. Like right. they're trying, they're, they're trying to figure out what the cure is or to find a cure or to make things better, but they can't fully focus because they're hungry. Yeah. So they have to, you know, eventually, like eventually they have to eat a bystander or they just are, are ravenous and mm. they can't, they, all they can do is move or eat somebody. So yeah. it kind of, you have to manage, you know, like your hunger versus like trying to do the objectives for the game. So mm-hmm. They don't want to, but, you know, they're kind of Especially early on, they, they specifically talk about that. You, you get, like, a monologue from inside their heads. Yeah. Being like, oh, what is this? Why do I feel this way? Uh, I don't want to hurt anyone, but what, maybe if I just eat one, and then I can, then I can satisfy clear my, my head. hunger, and I can kind of yeah. clear myself and try to, you know, fix whatever's wrong with me. It's kind of what there was going through their head. But as yeah. this progresses, it gets just worse and worse. And so... Yeah, you pick your characters. We have the two each, and you have a little um, player board, which mm-hmm. is uh, it has your like home card on it, and it's got your health and your uh, your hunger level and some spots that you can put cards in uh, when you acquire them. Yeah, and it's also got a track for your XP to to count your XP as you go because as you gain XP in this game, your character gets bigger and better. Um, but it also spawns more bad yeah. guys. Oh yeah, everything's or good guys. <laughs> everything's relative. <laughs> So yeah, you'll you'll have your player board. You'll select your characters. You'll build the the map of whatever uh, scenario you're choosing to do. You kind of lay it all out, and you have your heroes sitting there, and then you kind of go. And every character has to start with three actions that they can do. 
you can basically move one space, which is kind of cordoned off by buildings and, and room walls and crosswalks to kind of guide you as to where you can go, yeah. like what one step is down the board. So you can either move, you can attack somebody with various attacks. You, you have generally an attack that your character can do, which is either like for Deadpool, he has just a dual katana attack, which is just a melee attack. So a person has to be in your zone yeah. for you to attack them. Whereas Wasp has Wasp Sting and that's yeah. uh, range. So I can do it in my square or square. Yeah. And they beyond. show you, there's little symbols telling you how many dice you need to roll for certain attacks and how much... Uh, how, how high of a roll you need yeah. to for it to be a successful hit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, there's devour, which is where you, have, you physically eat the person rather yep. than just kill them. <laughs> and that's usually you're just rolling one die. And you're, you're, you're usually doing the devour for a couple of different reasons. One, it's usually an objective of some sort. You have to eat a certain person yeah. to get something. or And or you need to devour people to bring Reduce your hunger, hunger down. Because as the game progresses you're going to your hunger is going to climb up and once it gets to the highest level you can't do anything except move or eat meet move and eat because you've become ravenous yeah. and that's which pretty, always happens at happens inoper- the most inopportune times yeah it's something you have to really manage <laughs> yeah um and then so yeah you're going to be moving around you're going to be uh, chopping people up you're going to be eating <laughs> eating certain people breaking down doors uh collecting yeah. objectives and whatnot on your turn and then once once all of us have done all the things that we want to do, including there's another thing, you can collect these things called zombie traits, which mm-hmm. are a card that you can just add onto your player board, which gives you a, a useful card that you can you can discard at some point during some uh, time. So it's like they're specific to a certain yeah, it could time be, of, of what you're doing or when you're doing it or what you're doing. Yeah, it could be like during your turn you know, increase your hunger so you can have another attack action yeah, or and it depends. Um, you have to just, it, they yeah. all, they're all different. They all dictate exactly when and why you yeah. can use them. But then once your turns are over and once you've moved around and you've done all the things, then it goes to the, uh, well, I guess the real people yeah. are trying to stop the zombie <laughs> the apocalypse. It gets their turn and, and every, every character that's currently on the board will activate. And what that means is they're going to move towards you generally speaking if they're not already on your tile or if they're already on your tile they're going to attack you yeah and they simply just do one damage to you some characters will do more damage to you (laughs) but but if you're surrounded by six then you're you're getting hit six times which which is going to kill your character and if that happens game over yeah because the heroes pretty much always have to survive they have to you have to all get through this together or else you lose the scenario And once they've all moved and attacked, generally speaking, uh, they are going to go on to their spawning phase. And around the board, there's going to be various different spawning areas. Too many. Um, Yes. (laughs) Generally, usually too many. And you're going to draw a card from the, I don't remember what it's called, but the spawn deck. Um, It's a deck of cards. I'm going to name him as any. Yeah. It's a big deck of cards that shows you, when you flip one over, it's going to tell you um, how many of a certain type of character to to spawn at whatever zone you're you're targeting. So there's a number one spawn uh, token, which is always your your first place that you're going to spawn. And then you just go clockwise and then after. You go round, yeah, yeah, round the board clockwise after that, spawning characters by just flipping a card and placing down whatever you might flip over into that area. The guards, the troopers, the specialists, superheroes like Spider-Man, Thor can be showing up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it's your turn again. And you do the whole thing over again. And this, you keep going back and forth like this, moving around the board, chopping people, <laughs> eating people, and trying to get your objective yeah. and trying to get to the exit. And spawning more people. Spawn more oh. people. They move in. They start yeah. attacking you. And you're, they're chasing you all over the board. And it co- becomes complete chaos. Yes. There's just, there's just minis galore all over. What did we say? What was the last game where I counted? I was like, okay. Right now... I think it was 24 plus two heroes. No, it was more... It was in the 30s. Oh, maybe it was 34 plus two heroes. It was 30-something characters on the board compared to our four. Yeah. At that one point in the game where I was like, we are outnumbered by 30 minis. Like the total was... Yeah, it was 36 because we had definitely two heroes on there. And it was was 34 other minis on the board. And there was just us four. And I was like, how are we going to do this? And spoiler alert, we We didn't. didn't. (laughs) We got beat down hard. Um, So that's how it works. Back and forth, back and forth until you've taken your objective and hopefully 
exited wherever you needed to exit, or they kill you. Yeah. Because, yeah, you get your objectives, then you have to make it back to the exit. So, In not all, but that's generally the idea. Yes. yes. And that's it. And you're just hoping to, like, pull good cards at the right time. And yeah. you're, you're rolling dice and making decisions on what attack to use and when to use it. And, and Oh, because, yeah, I don't know if you mentioned that, that the attacks are dice rolls. Yeah, it's all dice rolls. You so might have you're, said that. Like, for instance, uh, Deadpool right here in front of me, uh, when he wants to do his dual katana attack, I just have to roll three dice. And for every dice that is a four or higher, we'll do one damage to whoever is around me. Yeah. And it's most of these characters are one hit kill for the most part. Yep. Um, especially all the low level uh, characters. And you kill them and they're off the board and then you get XP accordingly. And so as you start killing uh, these troopers and whatnot or eating them, uh, no, not eating them. But every time you're killing troopers or whoever, your XP is going to go up. And as your XP goes up, you are going to increase the things that you can do. The yeah. first thing that will happen is you go from your blue level into your yellow level is going to give you an extra action per turn. So yes. all of a sudden you have four actions you can do with that character. But the other side of the knife with X or improving your XP is that uh, when you're flipping over the spawn cards... Now they're into the yellow level and they'll, the, that card will then spawn more generally, yeah. more people in that, that area than it would have prior. Yes. This one right in front of me is this guard card. If I'd flipped it over when we all had just uh, XP in the blue zone, we'd only spawn two guards. But if one of us goes into the yellow zone for our XP and has gained that, that extra action, all of a sudden he's going to be, there's going to be three of these guards spawning yeah. at that point. And the higher you go, the more these, the more uh, spawn, more spawn. Yeah. And that's just, yeah. So it's like a dual sided knife there. Yes. And that's, that's how it works. It's really simple. Yep. It's really, really simple idea. You just go to your objective and you try and get out without dying and trying to maintain your health and uh, managing your hunger levels by eating eating the, uh, the troopers and whatnot. And that's it. That is how this works. Yeah. And then every scenario is a different mix up of all the tiles and different, different spawn objectives points and different objectives yeah. and a, a slightly different storyline going on with that, um, that particular scenario. <laughs> and that's yeah. how that works. So now let's revisit the theme here. Uh, theme obviously works really well because it's, I mean, the whole thing is zombies. It's built off zombies. Marvel zombies works. It's, I think it's a really cool theme having these heroes that are generally people, you know, saving people as their day to day life. And now here they are just killing everything in sight. Yeah. Particularly like Iron Man, right? Like, or Captain America, um, just, you know, having to fight. Or having them just killing yeah. people is crazy, right? One interesting thought for me on the theme is that it feels a little bit backwards. And that could change as different um, versions come out or things like that. Or, But it feels like, um, again, as we've said, the board kind of gets overrun with, with the soldiers and the troopers yep. and things like that. Whereas they feel... In the zombie game, it would be typically would be getting overrun by zombies because yes. they keep multiplying as you're eating it is and whatever. The complete reverse. And I get, I get it because we're trying not to eat a bunch of people, which I get, think is different. But I was like, holy smokes, there are so many people on this but, board. You know, the reason I think it really works because obviously with the the other one that's coming, where you actually do play as the heroes mm -hmm. trying to stop like a raging yes. zombie Hulk which is going to be awesome. Yes. I'm really excited about it. The thing I like about this though, that is pretty thematic is that I just see this as like a government response to the fact that they just got a, a call That's fair, saying yeah. that the Hulk has this virus and he's downtown New York right now. Yeah. And we need to send every person. We yeah, have. that's right. This is the beginning of it. This isn't like later on in it. This is the beginning. So yeah, they still have a lot of people and they're just sending everything. They that's can true. That's to true. Like hold like these superheroes that are now infected with zombies, killing people. It just feels like this is definitely like a, I take it back. Well, no, you're right. I, I know, it. but, it's, but it's the beginning of it. And that it does work. Why. Um, for sure. The theme does work. Yeah. Um, but it is a little strange when it's reversed, but it does, still does work. Yeah. When you picture the Hulk right here and, and he's surrounded by all these troopers, it's like, yeah, he would be. They'd be sending tanks and they'd be yeah. sending like everything, right? 
But yeah, it is a little, it's certainly a strange uh, feeling. This one definitely, the, obviously the theme plays through very well. It does. Because that's theme exactly what huge. you're doing. You're you're devouring, you're yep. killing, you're trying, you're getting zombie traits. Like you're getting these traits of oh, a zombie yeah. where, yeah, I can do this, but I need to eat somebody first. Or, or maybe my hunger yep. level just increases because I'm going to do this, but it's going to make me hungrier. So it, it definitely oozes theme. Oh, it does. The theme is it is pretty crazy. It's, yeah. It's good. I really do like it. So let's talk about the artwork. Great. Artwork is phenomenal. Love it. Love it. Look at that box. Yeah, that box. Right? I'd like a picture of this to hang on the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, it's so good. It's so just crazy. The zombies look really zombie. Like they're full of holes and blood and missing pieces of them it's like sinew and muscle and yeah it's yeah. awesome like they did a really good job with this uh, artwork and on the game board same thing on the cards same thing it's all really good artwork yep um so yeah big thumbs up for artwork the well we'll, we'll hold uh we'll, we'll do the uh components next yeah components are crazy yeah it's just loaded with minis the minis are fantastic yeah, too the minis are like really they're good. really good they've got all the detail in the in the zombies where again like you're saying like the like the cover where there are holes in the cheeks or yep. you know hulk's got um holes coming in his arms and yep. his legs with like, big yeah. chunks of you can see his bone and muscle yeah and even uh, even for like the troopers and specialists and uh, guards, there's several different molds. shades of brown. No, just like oh molds different molds, yeah, for the actual characters themselves. So they're not like this this guard with a shield. Yeah, there's a bunch of them with the shields, but there's like two different molds for the trooper. I think there's two for each one. Yeah. So it's it doesn't look everything's not identical all over the place. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Um, but yeah, all the zombie characters, all the heroes look really good. Um, for a small scale too, they're pretty highly detailed. Yeah. And yeah, our little trays are pretty nice. Uh, the little track thing for the XP isn't my favorite. Um, yeah. But it's overall, a little sticky. It's, it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, quality components. For Absolutely. Sure. I, I nice agree. Nice inserts for the box. They show you where everything needs to go. Um, great. Now let's talk about the rule book. So the rule book, so I did the, the bulk of the learning on this one. Thank you. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, rule book's not great. It, uh, it leaves out things like certain information that I'd, I had to watch videos to find. Even there was some things where there's this, uh, the Avenger sign. It Yeah, it's just, here's the Avenger sign. And, and here's it, a when card. You, when you use it, it gets... It gets wrecked and flipped to the other side. When you use it again, it disappears. But it's like, how do I use it? Yeah. Is it an action? Do I, is it a free action? What do I do with this thing? And then it doesn't we, actually really explain it to you. We read online that like, oh, you're, you're actually throwing it so yeah, that like, oh. it, when you use it, you're actually throwing it into the place where you're using it. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, that's interesting. So, that If that's, if that's the case, it maybe should have been in the rule book. Yeah, definitely not or, my favorite rule book. Also, uh, this core box comes with a whole bunch of cards that are not actually usable yet either. So, like, there's cards that are in this box that are for an expansion. The expansions that are coming. Um, so, I was getting very confused early on with setting this up as to what cards am I supposed to use. It's not labeled very well. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. The, so the rule book, not super. It's fine, but it should be a lot more. Like, there's simple things I would have put in there. And you would think, too. I, I would think. I mean, I haven't played the other Zombicide games, but this is, what, the fourth Zombicide? Like, oh, no. This is the maybe the Well, because what they had, sixth. Green Horde, Black Plague, or... There's the first one. Uh, you have Black Plague, Green Horde. There was, a, like, a Western one. Oh, there was okay. a revised okay. so version they've, of the first Needless one. to say, that's even worse. They've had that many more games than, than what I thought, and... The rule book still isn't refined. Like you'd think at yeah. this point that it would be, they'd have it down to a science <laughs> like that or an art or whatever, that it would be. Yeah. Just, there's just yeah. certain things. I think they made assumptions that people knew what they were talking yes, about. That's when exactly people it. like us that are, haven't I played. don't know what that is. Yeah. You know, so it I should didn't... be more clear for newcomers to the game, especially when I think Marvel zombies, you should be anticipating a lot of new 
players to this game yeah. because it's got the Marvel theme on it, right? Yeah, people will be buying it just because it's a Marvel yeah, game. Yeah, because maybe they like hadn't really cared about zombies before or like, ah, oh, that's a big game. I don't have the buy-in for it. But then when, when they add Marvel on it, maybe people are like, okay, you know what? I've been saying no because it's really big. Now I've got, now they strapped that on it and I really like Marvel, so mm -hmm. I'll try it out. It should be, they should have expected that, you know, they'd have a lot of, a, a much newer audience as well that yeah. didn't know all the, you know, the little technicalities yeah. and things. Yeah. So yeah, the one, the biggest drawback so far of this has been the rule book where I've had to rely on videos and uh, reading through the forums on BGG yeah. uh, just to find like small answers to things or just like, holy moly. But that being said, it's, yeah, that's, if that's the worst thing, it's, it's doing pretty well. At least well. You, we can find at least what we think the answers are. I think so we found it regardless. Yeah. We think we found it. So now we can talk about whether or not we recommend this game. And if so, to who? <laughs> who for? What do you think? I definitely do recommend this game. I ha I have had a ton of fun playing it. Um, I, I, I haven't played the other ones. I think I would like them as well. I'm not, I like Marvel, but I, that's not the only reason I'm playing this game. Like I, I, you know, I've watched The Walking Dead and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think that the theme itself, I think, captures me. But um, you, I would, you have to be a patient person, I think, for this game. And you have to not worry about losing because yep. you will lose a lot, like over and over yep. and over on early scenarios. And you might, and that's, in this game. and that's, you know, kind of where we thought, like, are we playing it wrong? Did we get rules wrong? Did, are we reading it wrong? So we went back to the rule book. We went and looked on forums and it's like, nope, don't think we're doing it wrong because no, we were not. You, we had, we've read one where it's like, I have played this scenario 17 times and have not won. Yep. <laughs> and so I think there are a couple things. I think you have to be okay with losing a lot or on the flip side. You have to be okay with house ruling some things mm -hmm. or just moving on to another scenario or just going with, yeah. the, going with the flow. I, something that always stuck with me, uh, which is just something very simple. Um, Gloomhaven, mm -hmm. um, creator of Gloomhaven. Child Isaac Childress. Isaac Childress. Yeah. Um, we were, uh, it was at Shucks, I believe, a couple of years like bef yeah. before the last one. And he was talking there and someone asked him the question about like the rules. And he's like, I want you guys to have fun. Yeah. I don't care if you adjust the rules. Like, yeah, If you want to make it so this is that, go for go, it. Go for it. If yeah. you're having fun and you're still playing the game, that's what I want. I've built it for you. Make it your own and have fun with it. Yeah. Right. And I think that that if you're getting frustrated about losing a lot, adjust it. Right. Make it so that. And, and I think. It, it makes sense in this game that you're not going to win a lot, right? Oh, no. It's zombies. Like yeah. you're, and you're at the, this is at the beginning. So you're going to probably die a lot. Um, so as long as you're okay with losing a lot, then, yeah. then yeah. It I, is a very, very tough game. It's hard. It's not easy. It's no. a luck. It's a plays simple a lot of it. game. Mm -hmm. Like there's not a lot to it. Like it's very simple. You're doing you the should, same things over and over and over. do. But the actual game itself is very difficult um, to survive. There's luck in the card draw. Lots of luck in card draw. Lots dice of luck rolling. in your dice rolls. Yep. Um, there's some mitigation in here, but overall, like it, there's quite a bit of luck involved. And there's the, the, the part that you could fix this with fairly easily, which we've been talking about, is the uh, spawn deck. So in the spawn deck, there are three different colored cards. There's blue cards, yellow cards, and red cards. The blue cards are generally pretty tame. Every time you flip over a blue card, it could have a trooper or a guard on it. Then maybe one or two of them ends up being spawned in a spot. The yellow cards have usually troopers and guards, but they they will spawn and then activate. So they're going to yeah. start running at you or hitting you right away just after they spawn. Then there's the red cards that really throw wrenches in things where it'll have... Uh, a character just fall out of the sky yeah. wherever you are. So they're not actually they're spawning come on your tile. Yeah. So not only are the, they're getting spawned on the board, but they're getting spawned right on top of wherever your characters are. And they also have reactivation or like reactivate yeah. ones. So you're pulling it and all of the, that specific character. So maybe all the troopers or all the specialists yeah. or all the guards, they just, that whole Activate pull again. is just another activation. So nobody knew is coming on the board, but that could be detrimental if you're surrounded yeah, by people. 
And so those are tough to pull and, Mm -hmm. you know. So one way you can uh, affect the difficulty is by removing cards from this deck. Um, So if this was becoming something that you were very, uh, having a lot of trouble with, uh, you could go ahead and just remove the red cards from the spawn deck and try it that way. So you have none of these really difficult cards mm-hmm. coming your way. And if that still doesn't work, you could remove the yellow ones and just go with a straight blue deck. Yeah. Because as these cards shuffle. run out, you just yeah. shuffle it back up and keep going. Yeah. So it's not like you need all these cards. Yeah. And the blue cards still contain the superheroes that show up. So you can, you're not getting rid of the superheroes and yeah. whatnot. So. Unlucky card pull when you're pulling like three superheroes in three a row. Three superheroes like, back to back. You're, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Writing's on the wall for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's, yeah, I very much do recommend this. I really like this, but we have been getting our butts kicked. Oh, yeah. Um, Huge. So we're going to look at maybe uh, doing a couple more scenarios here, but maybe looking at modifying that uh, spawn deck and a little bit. And just to see, yeah, see what it see does. See what the difference is yeah. overall. Um, but it is, like, make no mistake, this is a difficult game. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. I like it. Yeah, I don't really be do fooled like it. when it says like on the in the rule book that you're on an easy scenario. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. Because the first like four or five scenarios all say easy like beside it, and it's like no, they're not. Yeah, they are not easy. You might luck into an easy one. You might, but that's the. But overall, into we've it. of all the games we found, we've we've been getting either just sneaking out a, a victory or getting destroyed. more often than not, we're getting destroyed. Yeah, we'll so, think we're like, all right, next turn we got it, and then we're dead. <laughs> That's kind of what happens. I'm really looking forward to the other stuff showing up. I really want to... There's the one where you're the X-Men at the X-Men at the uh, the mansion. Yes. And you're defending the mansion from an invasion. That's cool. Oh, that's going to be be fun. fun. I really like that. Uh, But yeah, no, I really like it. Recommend it for anybody that likes what we're talking about here. I mean, this is for... A whole array of different people. Oh, yeah. If you like Zombicide, you should like this. If you like Marvel, you should like this. If you like zombies, you should like it. Right? It's If you like, if you uh, like dice checking. Yeah, dudes, dudes on a map style game. Tons of minis. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun, but yeah, really hard. So just keep that in yeah. mind. Um, and it's expensive. <laughs> so there's that too. Yeah. This was a, this this a big was one. This a tall one. Especially the shipping. Good Gracious. So if you can find this in a game store, you're probably going to get your best bang for your buck if yep. you can uh, you not have to pay, pay the shipping, shipping not get suckered into all the extras. Pledge, which is nuts. <laughs> yeah. This one, this is the one that had the absolutely insane shipping, I yeah. think. And yeah. it's just like, here's your shipping cost. Like, well, great. Yep. There's nothing we can do about that now. Yeah. So it's either cancel everything or yeah. here you go, right? So we, yep. we bid it on that. Yeah. That's all right. It's though. fun though. Really good game. We just have to play it a lot to yep. get our money's worth. <laughs> I think we will. This is I a good one so to too. play with the kids. We've already you played can coach it a ton. Them along too, right? Yeah. Like, okay, you should move Deadpool over there, and oh, try and do this attack, right? Like you can, you can help them along. Yeah. So, yeah, Marvel Zombies recommended by Anna Marie and myself <laughs> uh, for just anyone that thinks that, like what we talked about is something that they would want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. We're going to call that an episode. We're just under the hour mark here. That's perfect. So we are going to run and you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, on YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. Our email is themeepledungeon at gmail.com. And yeah, that's it for this week. And we're going to run and we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.